from the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? Duh. Duh. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf, and welcome to episode 95. I have with me the Jakes. First of all, let's go with the classic. Howdy, folks. And the new... Hi, everybody. And uh, for episode 95 of the 3D Show, we got plenty to talk about, which I was not thinking there'd be this much more news than the middle of December, but hey, it happened. Great way to finish off the year. Yeah. So, um, let's start off with some housekeeping for us. We asked you to vote on the 3D or 2D... Uh, movie club and the results are in and um it's kind of a weird way of doing math because it's not a hundred percent easy to look at the numbers because the way that ranked choice voting works but i am ready to tell you the results now um it's gonna go i'm gonna go negative from the third to the number one so I want uh, Classic Jake. What do you think got number three overall? Galaxy Quest. Nope. New Jake. Home Alone? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, somebody's better at, at, at figuring out our uh, audience than I am. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it, Home Alone got combined five votes. Um be- so, three in the first round, one in the second round, and one in the last round. All right. Classic Jake, do you want to guess who was second overall? Nope, because it's obvious I suck at this. No, come on. It'd be fun. Okay. I'll say Galaxy Quest again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, is, is, it, is it the time machine by any chance? Nope. Was that part of it? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> okay. All right, it is Hugo. Ah, Hugo. Okay. Ah, they got tased. That's a good. Mm. Real, not that there were any dogs in this list, but Hugo's just just such a above and beyond movie. Mm-hmm. So that is a six uh, votes combined score. Three votes in round one, two votes in round two, and one vote in round three. And finally, the last one, who actually got the most total votes, which the way, if I I did my math, it looks like this is it. Classic Jake, do you want to guess what this is? Oh, hell no. Come on. You know what I'm going to say? (laughs) <laughs> Galaxy Quest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really want to watch Galaxy Quest, so I'm right there with you, but I don't think yeah. it won. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it won either, even though it deserved to win. Yes. All right, do you want to guess for real, Jake? Classic Jake? You got one in eight chance <laughs> to pick. Not that hard. Yeah. So, Home Alone? No, no. Number one. Okay, new Jake. Do you want to get a, a guess into what, since you're actually being pretty good at this? 
<sighs> oh god uh, i forgot what the choices were um besides the home alone and galaxy quest and uh, a couple other ones uh oh, what else was there um here are the four lists time machine back to the future oh uh, i'm gonna guess back to the future home alone close encounters of the third kind galaxy quest a christmas carol 2009 how to train your dragon the Mummy, two thousand one, and Hugo. Those were the ten. So your guess again. Your final guess, Lou Jake is Back to the Future. Is what I'm gonna say. Whoa, heavy! You got it right. Hell yeah! <laughs> Classic. Yeah, I wish I'd remembered. We had put that was one of the choices. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember about that, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad it. I'm glad it won. <laughs> yeah. And if I'm I'm not, and I think, didn't I pick? Isn't that one of my picks? Uh, I don't know how you voted. (laughs) No, I mean, like the the nominations. (laughs) Yeah, didn't I nominate it and I forgot? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Uh, I I think I've got, I got boomer memory itis. Oh my God. (laughs) So, Back to the Future went with seven votes combined. Um, yeah, and, and somehow the way this math, it's it's like a completely improbable uh, thing. Um, one one might even say logical or fascinating. Um, so back great to the, Scott, great Scott, the odds <laughs> for this one because round one it got two votes, round two it got one vote, and round three got four votes. Hey, I think uh, Galaxy Quest got cheated. I demand a recount. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that seems to be the 2020 thing to do. Uh, well, let's just go to Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I will be posting, for transparency's sake, um, on the website, the Excel spreadsheet that you could look at and see if I counted it correctly. And a chart um, saying the percentage of everything and how that worked out. Um, so, technically speaking, uh, percentage of the vote, Back to the Future won with 19.4%. Nice. So, before, you know, Hugo was 16.7%. Um, some other notable ones. We got a, a kind of a really close... Fourth place with the Mummy and How to Train Your Dragon and Galaxy Quest at eleven percent. Nice. So, um, Back to the Future was not released in three D, and um, I've seen it several times. I don't know if it's gonna hold up if it, if it would look in, good in three D, but um, we'll see. We're watching it again and seeing. Okay, maybe this scene works better or this one doesn't. Um. So we'll try to post this before the end of the year. Not going to guarantee before Christmas because Christmas is two weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> Less than. Yeah. And, um, you know, we do have lives, but we'll try and aim to have this out before the end of the year. Aim is the key word. I can't guarantee that because, you know, who, who knows what happens. But with that out of the way... Let's go on to the topics for this uh, show. We got plenty to talk about. So, 
Classic Jake, what do you want to talk about first? Oh, let's talk about, oh, the whole blowback on uh, Warner Media's uh, dropping the news about HBO Max and oh, how yeah. and how all of Hollywood has basically responded. This is like, oh my, <laughs> the drama mm. is, I mean, the drama is better, th- it's going to be better than the plots of most of the movies they're dropping on HBO Max. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that oh, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for the movie version of this. I figured <laughs> ten years Timothy Chalamet is going to be playing Denny Voot when he's tearing out New Hull and to AT and T. But who, who's going to play Christopher Nolan? <laughs> yes, yeah, to be yeah, that's a good one. Who's uh, Kenneth who Branagh? That'd be a good choice. <laughs> Yeah, Ken is <laughs> exactly. Because he's, he's an actor and a director. Why not? And he's worked with Christopher Nolan. It's perfect. Yeah, it'd be perfect. <laughs> That's right. I can see him giving this speech about. <laughs> and I can't even remember the real name of the CEO who they're blaming for this because they keep oh, calling. Man. I keep calling her Carol Baskin online, so that's the name that stuck in my head, and I know that's not her. She's in the right. from the Tiger. So I'm like, uh, thanks, Internet. <laughs> you put this airworm in my head. Well, it's catchy though. <laughs> All right, let's catch up, everyone listening, just in case they don't know what we're talking about. Um, so we did mention this previously in a 3D News by a podcast. Um, that Warner Brothers announced that its entire 2021 slate is coming to HBO Max day and date with the theatrical release. And that's caused a firestorm in Hollywood as many different directors and uh, movie chains have exploded and basically said this is wrong. We're basically screwing the, the cinemas. And, you know, a lot of it, I'm going to kind of say it, kind of seems like, oh, you need to be in the cinema. If you're not seeing a movie in the cinema, you're not seeing it correctly kind of attitude to me. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot more to it than that, though. Um, uh, some of it was because this was done unilaterally. Nobody was given a heads up. Uh, they're just blew off their back-end deals because the way because Hollywood's been crying for several years, so a lot of actors uh, and production staff, right? A lot of people don't get their money up front. They get it on the back end of a movie. And this blew that all up. And we're talking, some people, this is going to cost their, their company, uh, it's going to cost them tens of millions of bucks. I mean, I don't feel sorry for some actor, but that means he doesn't, this actor doesn't have that money to pay his or her people below him that run his or her business. Yeah, I think that, it, that you're true. And I'm just saying, you know, overall, that, at a first glance, it was kind of what I said. But overall, when you see the big picture and uh, how Hollywood actually works, um, that's why people are pissed. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yeah. What's going on here is AT&T doesn't give a shit about any of this. 
AT and T is trying to make HBO Max valuable. I mean, hell, it's the most expensive streaming service of the major streaming services, which is ridiculous. And, oh, oh, see, they don't care. They don't care if you subscribe to HBO Max or not. See, the high price point makes the consumer thinks it's lux. Like H, like HBO, it's Lux. What they're trying to get you to do is to give them fifty bucks a month for a cell phone plan that they give you HBO Max for free. That's the plan I have. I have the elite plan of AT and T. And you uh-huh. get, but see, the average phone cell phone bill for a family is fifty bucks. So they want that fifty bucks, and they're willing to sacrifice. Warner HBO Max and uh, and to make HBO Max valuable to the consumer, they're willing to sacrifice war- the, the 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 movies that have been sitting on the shelf at Warner Brothers. Now, some of how Hollywood works is that you know the the I'm not a hundred percent sure, but from what I've read and gathered, you can confirm this. Uh, classic Jake, if you heard this. That a lot of the monies that people get, the actors and the studios, they get a part of the box office. And if if that box office is small and they get a flop, then, you know, they don't get that much money. And they're worrying that if people say, screw the theaters, I'll just get HBO Max, then the box office would be bigger if it wasn't that way. And that box office monies won't go toward them. Is that kind of correct? Oh, exactly correct. Uh, and see, there's other things, too. See, the Wonder Woman movie, Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins had in their back-end deal, if if Wonder Woman made over a billion, 84, if it made over a billion dollars, they each got a $10 million bonus. Uh, AT&T paid out the bonus when they moved it to HBO Max, day and date. Uh, but the other movies aren't getting their back-end deals honored. AT&T decided they didn't have to. That's a shame. And uh-huh. it's, it's, and it's, very, it's very shady. Uh-huh. Yeah, Denny Navu and James Gunn are pissed. <laughs> I would I not bet. Be, I, mean, I would not be surprised if they both no longer make films for Warner Brothers. No, I think I think James Gunn is going to be done because he's going back to Disney. Denny Veneuve, he'll probably move to another. He'll probably go to Paramount, and I think Nolan will probably go to another studio. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. they're kind of screwing themselves in the end. Mm-hmm. Yep, I could see some. Of, I could see Disney picking some of these guys up. Oh yeah, than, definitely. Yeah, I mean, considering Warner Brothers was trolling for their people. I mean, they trolled hard to get gun. <laughs> and it worked, but then COVID happened. <laughs> do this. I mean, this is this is what happens when a tech company uh, comes into the Hollywood space. The Hollywood space is all about schmoozing and showing respect. And I mean, Hollywood is just ran like it's just a bunch of gangsters. But they're spoiled. They're soft and spoiled, and you gotta kiss their ass and bow. And and tech world doesn't run that way. It's 
money, no. money talks, bullshit walks, and they just got a super big surprise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, tech, 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 tech is like a, it's very cold and calculated versus the movie industry. It tends to be just schmoozing, as you said, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. <laughs> they're like, why are these people reacting emotionally to a cold, calculated decision? <laughs> exactly. It's a, that doesn't make any sense. We threw money at the problem. That should make <laughs> it go away. <laughs> yeah, they throw enough for starters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you only offered it to Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot. Yeah, and and Disney got Patty Jenkins, even though she got her bonus. They got her for the Rogue Squadron movie, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I said there's going to be more fallout to this. There may be some success, but I think this deal is not going to go very well. I don't think it'll probably last, especially if they get sued by Legendary. Then that might have some issues with that. Yeah, and the Directors Guild of America is talking a boycott of Warner Brothers. Mm. But, I mean, I could see this kind of working if this was different circumstances, like if they had actually let people know or a movie-by-movie basis. But, as is, it's it's shitty, (laughs) to put it mildly. Oh, and Toho, I imagine, is pissed. See, Toho made the deal with Legendary over Godzilla. And remember the last Godzilla movie before Legendary got made the deal with Toho, you know, Shin Godzilla? Mm-hmm. That exploded. It was big. And Toho has been chomping at the bit to get back to making sequels to this. But they can't oh, yeah. they made with Legendary. And now <laughs> yeah. they just got screwed doubly. So I imagine they're super pissed. And this is probably means they're never going to make another deal with about with Godzilla again in the West. Most likely, which, yeah. But it doesn't hurt my feelings. If Shin Godzilla is the is the the way forward, I can't wait either because that was my favorite Godzilla movie since the first one. Shin Godzilla. Yeah, that thing is amazing. I haven't seen it. Okay, let's go back to this this deal. Let's get let's get focused here now. Um, I think inevitably. The watching movies at home is going to be part of regular thing, and I think movies will compensate and not be as big budget because they can't justify it. And I think it's and in some ways Warner Brothers was going to thinking looking at the future and looking at the present and be like, you know what, screw it, just do this now. Oh, I but don't. They did it in the wrong way. Yeah. Exactly. Now this this isn't the end of theaters. This no. is be the end of shitty theater chains. Possibly. I think I think AMC is going to go down, probably. Oh, Regal. I think Regal's done. I, I think AMC's probably going down right after Regal. Uh, I think Cinemark could probably survive this. Fingers crossed. Yeah, no, they're small enough. I think they can ride it out. They also got an investor. Uh, uh, I, mean, I think they're the largest theater chain in the world. I don't think they're that small. <laughs> Uh, Regal, I think AMC and Regal are one and two, but I don't know which one is which. That's part I of where Cinemark was part of Cinema World, and that was like number one worldwide. Uh, Cinema World, Regal is part of Cinema World. Oh. So I think this is the second part of the chapter, or the third part actually. The first part was you know having high speed demand internet everywhere and being affordable. 
Second part was uh, coronavirus hitting. And third part is now the aftermath where people just don't care about going to the theater to see movies that much anymore. So I, I mean, if, if you get that quality at, at home, why go to the theater? Save yourself yeah. 15 bucks a month versus $20 a ticket in certain, uh, like, IMAX or 3D or whatever. Some, in some places, theaters, you have to pay for parking unless you live out in the burbs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, like, like in Portland, Oregon, a lot of theaters, you have to pay for parking. You have, wow. to, go, you have to go out in the suburbs to uh, get a, to have free parking. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, and then you've got a babysitter, you know, unless you want to take the kids and, and everybody side-eyed you in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go see Deadpool 3 rated R with the two-year-old. That would go great. <laughs> <laughs> the audience is going to love us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. And then they leave because I didn't know there would be nudity in here. <laughs> uh, yeah i've lived it i hate that i'll yeah. get one given the side eye <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and then there's the people that have to talk on their cell phone in the movie oh god and you have the ignoring teenagers kicking the back of your seat throwing popcorn yeah i can see why people want to stay home and uh, watch netflix or hbo max mm-hmm. especially with heck i mean black friday Thousand bucks, you could get an eighty-two inch TV. Well, Black Friday, fifty-five inch TV for one hundred fifty. Why, why, why go to the theater? Exactly, and you can get a sound bar for a hundred bucks now. Yeah, less than that if you want to. That's if you actually want a four K TV. If you want a ten eighty P, which a lot of people are probably okay with, you can get it real cheap. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, I'm checking right now the Fandango, and to see Wonder Woman, not the new one, the original, today, um, at 6.45pm, for me, um, it'll be five $5.41, which ain't bad, but I own the D- Blu-ray DVD, and I have HBO Max where I can watch it, so why would I go to the theater to see a movie that already came out, to spend $5.00? To go over there, it just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Boredom, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. Or see the, it on the it, big screen. That's the only thing. Well, the thing is, what's going to survive this is going to be really good the- theatrical presentation. Because this is yes. what's happening in movie theaters now is what happened to the arcades when PlayStation and those count and, and Xbox came out. Only good arcades are around. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't even yeah, have an arcade where I live at. Yeah, because there's two within 50 miles of me, and they are amazing experiences. They got great food and great bars. Uh, they don't let anybody under 21 in, and they've got oh, everything. Nice. Yeah, oh, it's sweet. They've even got the old <laughs> uh, John Bloom. Uh, God, the one who did the animation for... Uh, Dragon Slayer? Yes, they've got that. It's awesome. They've even got those nice. old ones, the boxes they used to play. It's almost it was pre VR before VR was really even a thing. They got those <laughs> old. They nice. got some World War Two pachinko machines and old uh, pinball. I mean, it's I can have an '80s experience, a '40s experience, a '90s experience. It's like incredible. Nice. And to to the extent I feel like. 
I, I hate to say this out loud and on recording on the podcast, but I kind of feel like the theater chains did this to themselves. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I highly recommend going on Twitter and looking up Edward Norton's uh, little spiel about movie theaters doing this to themselves from about several months ago, and it was spot on about how it's to themselves. The whole thing with IMAX, and, you know, at first you're like, oh my god, IMAX is so cool, look how huge it is, and then a bunch of different theaters were like, actually, it's a say it's IMAX theater, but it's not really. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, for us, for our purposes... You know, you don't know if you go see a 3D movie if the 3D is bad because they didn't work on it or if the theater is bad because they don't care about getting the settings correct, you know. Yeah, they just want that extra upcharge. Yeah, exactly. And they're so lazy, they don't even hit the switch to turn the 3D on. Yeah. And then the audience sits there like sheep and they go, man, I'm never going to see another 3D movie. That 3D sucked. Like, why is it blurry? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And they get a headache, and then they're like, I'm never going to come again. Most of the experiences I've had have been good, though. If you go complain, no one's there. So it's like, okay, no one's one's there, no one cares. You have to go out of your way, and then you can't guarantee that they're going to give you back the money. And it's just, it's a hassle. It's a hassle. And then, of course, you know, concession prices have skyrocketed. And it's like, come on. I mean, it was... Before in the olden days, Jake, you classic Jake, you probably remember this. You couldn't have microwave popcorn. So popcorn at the theater was like one of the only ways you could get it without Jiffy Poob, you know, Jiffy Pop. Yeah, exactly. Microwave popcorn. Yeah, and before microwaves, popcorn was a pain in the ass to make it home without yeah. putting your house down. Yeah, you just put some oil in this pot and put it on the stove. But you have to shake it constantly, nonstop. Yep. <laughs> Just like Jiffy Pop. <laughs> you, can, you can have a fire. Yeah. Jiffy Pop is kind of okay, but still, like microwave popcorn, I feel like that's equal to actually going to the theaters. And that's a dollar for a six pack. Because you know? they <laughs> actually use really good popcorn in, um, yeah, somebody who, who's, who's lived around farm communities. Yeah, they use a different, they use a special popcorn, which they grow in certain places, and it, they use a special corn for, for popping. You can actually pop any popcorn, but some of it tastes a lot better than others. And you can get that at home. You, didn't, you can't just, you, you, the movie theater isn't your only outlet for it anymore. And like, you know, getting a Coke with your popcorn, it costs like $5 for like 32 ounces or something ridiculous like that. Or you could go get a liter for like a dollar. It was $5. The last time I was in a movie theater was almost 10 Yeah. It, wow. Yeah. The concession. Like five, five bucks here in West Virginia, so. Yeah, out here in Oregon. Uh, it's it's more expensive. Concessions are more expensive than L.A. Wow. Except we, got, we don't have the high-end concessions they do. We got crap. So, <laughs> my point is that going to the theaters isn't as cracked up as it used to be. It used to be so much better of an experience. And it kind of just, over the years, 
you know, they have tried. They have put in the recliner seats. They have put, you know, I remember the days before they had the, the, even the decent seats, you know, that where they had the oh, bucket yeah. seats and this, that sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you couldn't lift up the handles. We can remember before there were drink holders. <laughs> oh, wow. And, oh, uh, this will make you feel, this is what's making me feel incredibly ancient. I also remember wooden fold-up seats. <laughs> so, the exper- some parts of the experience have gotten better, but like, you know, I, I've gone to the theaters and it says, oh, it's the 4K. Okay, cool. So this is just bigger than the 4K I could buy. You know, that's not... Yeah. Okay, nice, but not like, oh my god, nice. You know, so it's... Yeah. They, they really have to compete and have to make it worth it. And, you know... The, the gimmicks are interesting. Yeah. Like, I feel like... Um, there are very few theaters that I want to support and I want to survive. You know, Alamo Drafthouse, I feel like they make an experience, like they have previews before the show ends that, or cartoons and stuff before and, and stuff that are related to the whatever you're watching. So it's fun to be there early and actually seriously taking consideration people that are loud or, or obnoxious. Like they will kick them out. And, you know, that's not going to happen at AMC. If someone's an ass in AMC, <laughs> no. okay, whatever, shut up, you know. <laughs> here's, a, here's a gift card. Go away. So, exactly. I, I I understand Warner Brothers' move. I get it. I get it. I, I just kind of, it was, you know, too soon. It was a little bit harsh, but at the same time, I get it. That is the future, and I don't care what people say. Theaters are not going to survive 30, 40 more years into the future. And if they do survive, it will only be a rare thing. You go to the theater once or twice a year and, you know, they have to do other things with that the, the space. Mm-hmm. That's what... It's going to be like arcades are. Yeah. And like taking a taxi as opposed to an Uber. Well, that's different, yeah. but still. Uh, you know you know what I'm saying. Uber's the future. Uh, it, 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 around here, it's ten times as much to take a cab somewhere as an Uber. Okay, maybe uh, take a Uber versus a limousine. You know, you, you may do a limousine when, oh, it's prom or something, or, or your wedding day. But for regular people... But Uber to the store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to take a taxi to go get groceries. But I could see you taking Uber. Right. So, yeah, HBO Max, it's crazy. Um, we talked about it a little bit, but we didn't talk about the blowback until now. And um, mm-hmm. well, We wanted to wait to see some shoes drop before we talked. And a hell of a lot more of them have dropped than I thought would have. I figured <laughs> would be behind the scenes, scenes trying to get their money out of Warner. Their back ends before they said anything. But I'm yeah. thinking they figure there ain't no back end, so they might as or they just want out. And the fact that TVs have gotten so cheap really sped this up. Besides the internet being faster and cheaper too, but you know, smart TVs are really cheap compared to dumb TVs, quote unquote. And that's because smart TVs watch what you watch and tell and you know report that. And that's not being a conspiracy theory. That's actually their business model. So that way they get the data and they give it to whatever. 
And that makes it cheaper because your data is worth a lot more than the to cost to manufacture a machine, you know. So you're selling yourself to get that for a deal. Yeah. So you're pretty much yeah. But... You're saying your privacy for a yeah, and, uh, and most of the world just kind of shrugs and is okay with that. So whether you like it or not, that's the facts. So you're kind of in the same boat with well. Maybe not the same boat. You're in the same storm with everybody else. I remember, you probably remember this too, Classic Jake. Back in the 90s and uh, when they had the giant projection t- screen TVs, those were super, super expensive. Like thousands and thousands of dollars. And if you'd buy one of those size right now, that's like 80 inches. Yeah, it would probably cost maybe $2,000. But compare that to then. Thousand. Yeah, it would be like 7000 <laughs> Yeah, today, nobody even manufactures those because the technology is so antiquated. But what I'm saying, the size, that size of the TV was, you know... Oh, that size just hit. This This was the first Black Friday I've seen them advertise 80-inch TVs for under a thousand bucks, for a thousand bucks. Yeah, and back then, it cost thousands, like five, six thousand dollars. <laughs> the and they weigh hundreds of pounds. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one of my friends in Atlanta got one, and he paid 10000 for it. And it was like a 90-inch. And it was rear projection, and I don't even think the re- – I think the resolution on it was only 480. Yeah, and that's the thing. Watching a, something on 480 that big, it still looks like crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a very dim image, and the bulb would always go out. Yeah. It's like back to people now. But people back then who hadn't, who were used to watching something in 280 or 360, 480 looks damn good. Yeah. But once you've yeah, seen. I mean, that was like the high definition standard. Yeah. But once if you've you seen. You want to call it high def. Yeah. But all that other. Once you've seen 1080, that other cr- stuff looks like crap. And the problem is. Yeah, when de- I first seen 720, it was amazing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, you know. It's I, I I go back like the other day I watched the Spawn movie and I couldn't believe how looked. <laughs> I can remember when people thought those effects were the bomb and now it's unwatchable. The effects are so terrible. We've come a long way. All right, let's keep going here. Things change. Yeah. So one thing that's changed, but not changed, is Spider-Man Three, which were. Um, so, which Spider-Man 3, you may say? Well, this might be all of them. <laughs> I don't know. Disney's <laughs> investors call didn't really talk about this, because this is Sony's news to break. So, they've made the decision to let Sony talk about it. But there's been lots of rumors about, like, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being cast. Yeah. So, Spider-Man 3, Home Something. Maybe Homestick or something? I don't know. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, Home Alone. Yeah, it'll have Home in it, we know Homecoming, that. Homecoming, <laughs> whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. Since, since Sony is, is doing this with Disney now, uh, it's, a, it's a Home 3, and there have been like rumors all over the place, but now, this past week or so, we got a confirmation that... It looks like this is going to be almost a live-action Spider-Verse. Uh, I wonder if it's going to link up with Spider-Verse, though, the animated one. That's the real question. Yeah. 
And we got confirmation that Kang the Conqueror is going to uh, be kind of in it, but he's going to be in uh, Ant Man. He's going to be in the Ant Man and Wasp uh, third movie, uh, Quantum Mania. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. All right, so let's stay on Spider-Man. Stay on Spider-Man. Spider-Man, so we got uh, Tobey Maguire. We've got the old Spider-Man reprising the roles, Andrew Garfield and Tobey, right? Uh, we haven't quite had a confirmation. They've been seen on set, so let's hope they're doing more than coming out to say congratulations. <laughs> so let's hope yeah. they're actually in the movie. Now, Dr. Octopus is back, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's real exciting. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this stuff is all true. So Alfred Manoa, I think it is. Um, uh, that was Molina. Doc Molina, Molina. Okay, who is Doc Ock in Spider Man Two and Tobey Maguire? Now I don't know. Does this mean that Tobey Maguire's Doc Ock, or is Doc Ock in this movie, and then it just so happened to be reprise the role? That's where it gets kind of confusing. Okay, uh, Alfred Molina and Tobey Maguire, according to the are. Both going to be in it, and Albert and Jamie Fox. Fox, and Jamie Fox is already kind of hinted that he's going to be Electro, <laughs> because in Molina could be um, this version of Doc Ock, because in the home universe, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we haven't seen Doc Ock yet, so it just it could be you know one of those things where we just so happen to have the same actor play the same guy, you know it happened with. Uh, the cameo at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home with uh, Jay Jameson. Jay Simmons reprising the role, uh, but being made up completely different as the character. Now, I think we all agree here, um, Alfred Moana was fantastic as Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2. Oh yeah, excellent. Best villain of that trilogy. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't even like a real villain either. You you felt seriously sorry for him by the end of the movie. Uh huh. Exactly. He had a great character arc. Mm hmm. Exactly. And the the octopus hands or arms still look great years later. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It won the best visual effects Oscar that year. It looked mm -hmm. fantastic. Mm hmm. And it still looks really good. Yeah. Sixteen years later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's held up better. The effects in that have held up better than, let's say, oh, the first Avengers movie. Because there's some scenes in that that seriously need to be tweaked. Mm -hmm. Even back in 2012, they looked not great. So, um, yeah, we have all these different people here. We don't really know any plot of this. Besides the fact that, you know, how home, uh, Far From Home ended with Spider-Man being revealed to New York. Now, are the other Spider-Mans um, going to say, oh, no, I'm Spider-Man or I'm Spider-Man or, you know, is that going to be kind of a way to help it? And then and, uh, then there's all the rumors about Daredevil showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Cox. Yes. And Vincent D'Offre was showing up as Kingpin. They're awesome. Nice. Now, these are all just rumors. There have been no confirmation from any official sources. It's, it's kind of like halfway. But it's going to be a stuffed movie, though. Yeah, I'm like going, uh, I'm starting to wonder if some of this stuff is going to be not in this movie, but it's going to be in either the third Ant-Man and the Wasp or... 
the Doctor Strange movie and some of this stuff, we're seeing it kind of is flowing between those movies. And it depends on which movie it's going to land in by how things are released because of COVID. Right. So it's all kind of like sort of rumors. It's sort of confirmed. Like you said, they've seen on the set. And, you know, it's not like some random source. This is Hollywood Reporter I'm reading here. <laughs> says that, you know, these people are in the movie, but they haven't confirmed it with Disney. But they're not going to confirm it because they don't want to spoil the movie. Because whenever that trailer does hit, it's going to be a banger of a trailer. <laughs> yeah. You know, and also they don't want to step on Sony's toes. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm kind of sad that they're not going to include any of the other, like the Venom character, or Morbius in the Spider-Man 3, which kind of sucks. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, who knows at this point, but I would love to see it. I mean, because the Vulture is in the Morbius trailer, so who knows? Yeah, I would point. love to see some crossover, and heck, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly interested to see, because one of the things that like blew me away about the presentation was that the director of the Spider-Man movies, John Watts, mm-hmm. he's been tapped Marvel to direct the Fantastic Four movie. Just, I hope that's not an origin story. That's the only thing. No origin story for that. We don't need it. Uh, there's probably going to be, though, because they've screwed up the origins in the other adaptions so badly. They could do the origin in the first 20 minutes and then move on. <laughs> well, they uh, they do, won't do that. They'll... Or they could, actually what I hope they do is they do it like Spider-Man, then just offhandedly bring it up. What happened to him? Introduce him into another movie, and then have their own movie. That would be kind of perfect, like what mm-hmm. they did with Civil War. Mm-hmm. I'm actually hoping they show up in the Ant-Man and Wasp. That's where their origin happens. All right. One- yeah, I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. Before we get to the other movies, so anything else you want to say about Spider-Man uh, 3? Home 3, whatever. Yeah, it's... We're going to probably be getting a lot more news about this. Of course, the biggest disappointment for me in the whole reveal of this stuff has been no mention of 3D whatsoever. Yeah, and it is supposed to come out December 17th, 21. So this time and next year, well, you know, we might be getting ready for that review, which is exciting. (laughs) I hope so. Hopefully in 3D. Yeah, hopefully it's in 3D. When the hell did they film this? <laughs> because special effects probably take a year, right? Or, or half a year at least. Uh, don't uh, know. They probably got tons of effects houses. <laughs> yeah, because you don't because you can work on effects. You don't have to be. You don't have to expose yourself to COVID to work on a computer. So I'm I'm definitely excited. I've liked all of the home Spider-Man movies. And to an extent, um, the I, I I actually really love appreciate uh, the original Spider-Man trilogy, and to a smaller extent, I don't hate the Andrew Garfield movies. I like them enough; they're just not great. I don't. They shouldn't. The they movie, should have been brooding. <laughs> uh, I thought the uh, stories were terrible. Uh, Andrew Garfield's a great actor. Uh, I mean, I've seen him in lots of other stuff. He's great. I just think he was miscast as the Peter Parker they were going with. Yeah, he he's he's not a good Peter Parker. He's a better Spider-Man, and it's like Tobey Maguire. 
he's a better Peter Parker than Spider-Man. Yeah. And Tom Holland is the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. So that's, uh, let's, let's keep going here. We, we teased about these movies and, uh, let's go for it. We got a ton of Disney news. Ton. <sighs> so much. Okay. Tiring. Okay. It's exhausting. It's confusing. There's something I should point out about, uh, this. All this news broke at, uh, an investor's conference. This was not a Comic-Con presentation. There's a good chance about 25 to 30% of the stuff that was announced never gets past development. So having said that, this none of this stuff is 100% written in stone that it's going to actually happen. This is a cheerleading call to keep the investors' spirits up in these times. And I'll, and they let the public listen in on the call because then we could get a, a sense of the stuff that's coming, maybe. Uh, the things I would really pay attention to are the stuff that's already in the can that they showed footage from, like Loki and uh, WandaVision. That was real exciting. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. And I think also, putting it in perspective... You know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a TV show, but we don't know if that's a one-season TV show and that's done. And we don't know if that's a 13-episode TV show. It might just be like four or five and done. Um, oh, um, uh, Kevin Feige said it was a six-episode movie, essentially, during okay. that conference. Yeah. And we don't know if they're going to do it again. This may be just a one-off. No, I mean, it's part of phase four, so who knows? Yeah, and and one of the things in the pipeline they're working towards is uh, a secret invasion, which will take place partially in the TV shows and partially in the cinematic MCU. All right, so let's do a quick, quick overview of, of what is coming. Um, and, and we're going to do dates and... Um, everything here. I got a nice graph here that I'll be posting in the video. Um, I, I, I shared this to everyone. So we have four Marvel Cinematic movies scheduled for 2021. In fairness, two of these were scheduled for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Widow is May 7th. Now, all of these are supposed to still have theatrical releases, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, Disney, uh, Two things they said were definite in in their call that they were that Black Widow was going to theaters, and that Chadwick Boseman would not be re- Black Panther would not be recast. That probably does oh, that probably doesn't mean forever, but I would say at least I would say it's a guarantee of at least ten years. All right, so let's start off May seventh for Black Widow. Do you think that will stick? I think yes. Yeah, I think it's going to stick. Now, whether it's a big bl- moneymaker is t- yet to be seen, but I think it's going to stick. I think they're going to do something, what they're doing with Raya and The Last Dragon, is that they're going to do a day and date, like they're yep. doing with Warner Brothers movies. It's going to be uh, Disney Plus and theaters. Maybe they'll do the premium model like they did with Mulan. Who knows? But they'll mm-hmm. probably do something like that. But they're probably going to honor the back-end deals. Oh, yeah, definitely. With the mm-hmm. vaccine being 
uh, approved in the United States this week, and in UK and in Canada, I believe. Um, I think by May, a good amount of the population of those three countries will definitely have it. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. God willing, and everything. But you know, I could hopefully millions of people have the COVID nineteen vaccine in their system by the time May happens, and you know, we're in a much better place. And I think, mm-hmm. I think five, you know, six months from now, it's pretty good. I think that's okay. I would feel definitely feel comfortable going to the theater to see this movie. And I think May is, it's a little bit early, but you know, okay. I think that's very doable. And I think there's still going to be a lot of people that don't get it, the vaccine right away. I'm hoping that I get it to get it before then, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And I yeah, think by then the theaters in my state may be open. I mean, currently yeah. they're not. All right. So that's May. I think there's a 70% chance that sticks as is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully with the 3d release still intact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's here's hoping there's a 3d theatrical release. July 9th is Shang Chai, Shang Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. I think that's definitely happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah if, if not here, it's definitely going to get an Asian release. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That was supposed to release in like beginning of this year or next year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. February. Yeah. All right. Eternals, November fifth. That's very much likely. That's supposed to come out already. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This past November. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was actually surprised they didn't show any footage at the investors' uh, talk. I figured they would have a trailer. Or something. Yeah. I mean, they, they had the silver yeah. reel for Ms. Marvel, but not that. Yeah, it's really strange. Exactly. That was kind of made me go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's been very quiet for the Eternals. Like, we haven't seen anything. Like, maybe we saw, like, a five-second teaser or something or, you know, a poster. We've seen more pictures of Camille getting jacked than we have of the movie. Yeah, that, that's it. No costumes, no, no promo material, nothing. It's dead. Well, the the news is dead. Not the it's movie. Quiet. It's very quiet. Yeah, really, mm-hmm. too quiet. Yes, <laughs> exactly. All right, Spider Man Home Three. I guess uh, December seventeenth. Excited? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely going to happen. I, I unless there's something that happens that we can't foresee right now. Which I mean, after twenty twenty, you you, who the hell knows what's going to for, be foreseen? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We can have. Going on, and we could be uh, in Union and Confederate outfits out on this firing muskets at each other the way we're going. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Hold this- your, let's let's let, let's not think bad thoughts. It's almost Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it could be aliens come by, and, and you know, that's the least of our problems. <laughs> COVID mutates becomes COVID twenty. Who knows? Or twenty one, <laughs> and the zombie minks take over the world. So Spider Man, <laughs> I think it's going to definitely be a Christmas movie. I think that is very likely to stick. All right, so twenty two, we got a lot of things right off the bat. Thor, Lord and uh, Love and Thunder, February eleventh. Yeah, yeah, still sticking with the Valentine's date, kind of as close as they can get it. Yeah. Fit that love theme. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why they're pushing a love theme so much when the st- basic story is about a woman fighting cancer, but that's just me. Yeah, how are they going to do that to not be complete bummer for the entire movie, you know? Well, this Taika is... Waititi, he's going to do what he did with the third Thor. Yeah, the drama. and what he did with uh, Jojo Rabbit. Okay. <sighs> so is... Uh, I'm still kind of confused about this. Is uh, Thor, the current Thor that we know, going to be in this movie or not? <laughs> yes, but is he going to be fat is the real question. Yeah, exactly. Are we going to have Fat Thor? And are the Guardians going to be with him? Chris Hemsworth Thor. Mm-hmm. Because we do know that this is the, I guess, the moving on Thor movie where you give it to Jane Foster and she becomes Thor, like the comics, right? I don't like Jane Foster, though. Her uh, Natalie Portman did not do good in the Thor movies. That's just me, so I'm kind of skeptical how it's going to be. It's going to be well, good or not. It wasn't like they really gave her anything to do. Yeah. Except no. Except to be the peril and the exposition dumper. And so we got Doctor Strange coming out on uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi. Yes. So yeah. excited for that one. March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Yeah, it'll uh, be. It's going to be fun to see Sam Raimi play with all these big expensive toys that these modern filmmakers have been working on the la- with the last 10 years. Yeah, he hasn't he, he hasn't made a film in, since the Oz uh Great and Powerful. So that's yeah. been like 10 years. Mhm. And that was like his first. Th- yeah, that's a lot better movie than it gets credit for. Uh but yeah. it's still not it's still not the greatest movie. It's not even a particularly great Oz movie, but yeah. There's some stuff in it that's absolutely gorgeous and wonderful. Mm-hmm. But there's stuff in it that drags it like an anchor. All right. Next up is Black Panther 2 coming out July 8th, 2022. Now, this was a weird one. I don't know if this will... I mean, I guess they have plenty of time to figure things out, how they're doing it, but... That's um, why it's... It got bumped to there, so Ryan Coogler can get it done, have time to get it done. Yeah, getting the storylines, getting to see who's going to be the the new Black Panther. It's not going to be T'Challa, obviously, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be probably Winston Duke, maybe. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I have a feeling if it's Shuri, there's a damn good chance Shuri's getting uh, recast with her out, with her... Um, comments <laughs> the anti-vax thing yeah anti-vax because uh, i don't think disney's playing around anymore with people because no, i don't know they're no longer in the tim allen business because they've already they've replaced a uh, buzz lightyear with chris evans so yeah lupita mm. lupita um not I, yeah she has been lately doing a lot of anti-vax and you know she's trying to play it off as I'm just asking questions. I don't. I'm not trying to say no to vaccines, but uh, uh, I'm of the opinion I didn't think she crossed any lines. But uh, people, some people get butt hurt about shit. Uh, and when when Mark Ruffalo and Don Cheadle tell you to calm down, since they both have their jobs with Marvel. 
because of two other actors <laughs> going head to head with Marvel. They know. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't screw up the good thing. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if maybe her PR people talk to her and say, shut the hell up and explain things to her. And then she's like, Oh, I was wrong. I've educated myself. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens in the next couple weeks or days. Mm-hmm. Oh, cause yeah. in, cause basically what she said is, uh, I think they rushed this process through and I'm scared because tell the truth. So am I, but I'm taking advantage of the fact it's probably going to be six months before I even can take the vaccine. So I'll have plenty of time to see how people react. So I know some of the stuff mm-hmm. she said is also overall anti-vax, not just, you know, this this vaccine. But she's not Jenny McCarthy crazy. It's in that gray area <laughs> where she's not completely crazy, but not completely sane either. And I, I feel like... I feel like she, she's going to get a talking to because, you know, I think one way or another, this vaccine is devastating Disney's business and, you know, or the, the COVID is, is devastating the business, both in the parks and in the theaters. Mm-hmm. So she needs to get on that bandwagon mm-hmm. because she needs to keep her job and Disney needs that money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a corporate decision has to be made. Is she going to shut the hell up and, you know, or is she going to you know, okay, I'll keep talking and then lose my job and then they recast everybody in Black Panther 2. But they might get lucky and Disney does something so egregious that nobody's talking about her like nobody's talking about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp because of what Warner Brothers did. Oh, God. Johnny Depp got screwed over. Uh Uh-huh. All right. So let's uh, keep going here. Uh, Captain Marvel 2, November 11th, 2022. Uh, I guess so. Eh. I guess that's going to seem likely. Uh, Yeah, the most notable thing about that is I noticed they kicked the other directors to the curb and replaced them with another indie director. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Mm -hmm. Oh, I imagine, because like I said, like I've... I d- didn't hate that movie. I liked it quite a lot, but I had a lot of problems with it. And, oh, yeah. And I really felt they did not uh, service the uh, very well. Yeah, and they did not service her character. They basically made that uh, a secret origin of Nick Fury movie. And, and yeah. you know, some movies deserve a billion dollars and some don't, and I don't think that one did. <laughs> so... I don't think Black Panther did either, in my honest opinion. It wasn't that good of a movie. It I disagree been, there, but... I, I just, I didn't care for it that much, but I do like Ryan Coogler, but Black Panther yeah. just wasn't doing it for me. But that's beyond the point. Alright, we got, so what, 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, yeah, I mean, uh, that's still a couple years off, and they gotta do a lot of work, but I think that's very plausible. Yeah, and yep. we're gonna get a uh, and before and and before and people aren't gonna forget about these characters because we're gonna be getting a Christmas special on yes uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I am Groot uh, show. So yeah, we're, we're gonna talk about the TV shows next, but we're just going to the cinema right now. And uh, so after twenty three, they have twenty three plus, which we don't have dates on, but these are the next slate of movies: Fantastic Four. 
Um, I, I have an idea for Fantastic Four, and I think it works. That basically, you know, maybe you could keep the '60s version of the of them. Maybe like the cosmic stuff went in, um, and and like put them in another dimension, and then they pop back into our dimension, and like they're from the '60s, and they just don't know the time has changed. And you know that could be a way to, to kind of throw things off a little bit and have it be different. And they could be in the quantum realm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Quant- you know, they, they you know the the cosmic rays put them into the quantum realm and gave them powers and whatever the hell they want to explain it. Um, and they don't know that time passed for them. You know, they come back and that's five minutes. And then people are like, wait, no one's, <laughs> you know, that's my idea. So I think it's yeah. going to kind of involve uh, Hank Pym, most likely. I think chance that they show up in the third Ant-Man movie, because yeah. having on a realm, that would make so much sense. So um, we got here after, so Fantastic Four, I think, I mean, they've had three bad movies in a row. So they've really got to figure out how to make this work. If Marvel as long as there's no Doctor Doom, it should be okay. <laughs> Actually, there's been four. Don't forget the Corman one. Of course, it's not. That's the that. best one. Yeah, that's the best one. It's that also the <laughs> lowest budget one. But then oh, Roger one million dollars. Yeah, but then Corman's actually a decent filmmaker who really knows how to make a film with nothing. Uh, and the mm-hmm. other movies, and he did it with with little oversight and control. So he could call the shots while some perfectly yeah. good speakers got screwed over by a, a production company in the studio and fantastic for the the newer one i remember we were covering this way back in the day and we we're like okay wait it's not a 3d movie anymore okay and then no. it, it, and then i finally watched it on home and it was just so boring it's so slow so mm-hmm. dark. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and just not so- just like a mood, just physically it looks dark. <laughs> see shit. Yeah. And they wasted a lot of capable actors. And a good director. Yeah, exactly. And they threw him under the bus, trying to blame it all on him. Yeah. So my idea of, of time traveling, that kind of thing, just kind of makes it a little bit different. And I feel like, okay, that's a way that's different because all the other movies have been set in contemporary times. But having that set originally in the 60s and then they come back and now they're really out of fish out of water. I think that works in a different way and it makes it more of a fun movie. Um, And people are like, well, wait, you don't know about our adventures? And be like, nah, man, I don't remember, you know, Apollo 6, you know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I don't remember that. I don't. Most people don't, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the astronomer people that did work on, you know, that, but people mm-hmm. only remember a couple of the missions and the rest kind of got lost in time kind of thing. Or, or they or they could also have just crossed over into another uh, dimension and be unaware. So they come not into the uh, future of their timeline, but ours sure. or the MC. Yeah. Maybe it's a Doctor Strange involved thing. Who knows? Yeah, yeah who knows at this point? Uh, and of course, they haven't announced who the Fantastic Four are going to be. I mean, I know there's Doc a lot. Of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people want John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. 
if you want to go classic, yeah. If you want to go old school, uh, Kirby Lee, Fantastic Four, you could not do any better than those two. They would be perfect. No. Uh, we could just get uh, Miles Teller and uh, them back if you want. <laughs> <laughs> or you could always bring back Chris Evans. <laughs> to be hey, I'd Johnny. be down with that. Uh, he was yeah, probably so one of the best Johnny Storms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always joke. I said he does a pretty good impersonation of Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael G. Borden, you know, she, he was in the Fantastic Four as well. It's, it's interesting how they come back around. Yeah, exactly. yeah he was Killmonger, so that'd be kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Back. yeah, that would be kind of weird. And you go, what? Call oh, me Killmonger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not me. <laughs> All right. Uh, other movies, Blade. Very excited for that. I think that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And Wesley Snipes needs to be Whistler. Sure. He'd be perfect. Have a cameo a, or something. He, no, Whistler is, 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 is a major character. He'd be perfect as Whistler. But isn't he a really hard actor to work with? <laughs> Not anymore. He, I think he needs money. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be hard to work with anymore. And uh, Disney, and if he is, Disney would have, I'm sure they could get, uh, um, s- there's several actors that did blow their chances that might want another one. Yeah. Maybe they could get Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next up, Ant-Man the Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah. Oh, so excited. I love and hate the title. Love and hate it at the same time. Oh, it's perfect. It's dumb and funny, and I have this... Just like, like the Ant-Man the, movies. Yeah, they're in the quantum realm, wrestling each other. <laughs> in this corner, it's we have Andy Kaufman. <laughs> oh, no. But I'm just so glad that they kept the uh, the creative team together. They got the same director, the same actors, hopefully the same writers. It's perfect, and I'm excited for it. Oh, I love Ant Man movies. Uh, they're like the I don't know. They're like they're like my favorite type of Disney movies. You know, like the Absent Minded Professor and the Shaggy Dog, and the Monkey. Uh, honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, uh, you know the Monkey's Uncle. You yeah. know those family. Oh boy, the Monkey's Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Movies—they're just so nuts. Yeah. So Ant Man is not well known to have pretty great villains. But this one is going to have one of the big ones, which is really weird. Um, he's going to have Kang the Conqueror. That's yeah. why I'm thinking Fantastic Four might, or at least one member of them, debuts in this movie. I just kind of wonder what they're going to do with Ghost, though. Is like from the previous movie, are they going to do anything with her? No. I hope so. <laughs> you never know. Because with everything I mean, getting... Closure. Yeah. Hey, I just want to see more of them, and hey, and I also, also, I want to see Larry Fishburne, yes, Ant Man powers. I want to see him be giant man. <laughs> when I want Walton Goggins in the in the movie again because he was a lot of fun in Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, exactly. So I think they'll find a way to maybe either she'll be out in the first twenty minutes, or they're gonna have a throwaway line explaining why she's not in the movie. And that's it. I don't think they really... I feel like Ghost was interesting, but they kind of just didn't have the follow-through with it. So, 
No. It's a shame, but I get it. So, Kang. Or, or maybe they'll put her in the Young Avengers whenever that gets off the yeah. ground. So who is Kang, Classic Jake? God, I can't remember the actor off the top of my head, but I know it raised a lot of eyebrows because in because uh, Kang has been reconned to be uh, uh, related to Reed Richards. So Kang is a villain, a time-traveling villain that uh, mm-hmm. goes back in time and is mad that things have changed or, or something, right? No, he just changes things around. He's in some stories, he actually rules the universe because he can go through time and control things. Now, I think a lot of people have already said this, and I'll say it too. I think it would be kind of cool if, kind of cool and sad, if it's an Iron Man a descendant, like, you know, from the daughter, like her great-great-grandson is king, you know, because she exists in a weird state that she, you know, kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't mind it, because, I mean, they really changed Ultron, uh, which didn't bother me at all. You know, instead of having it be Hank, Hank Pym made Ultron, they had it as uh, Tony, uh, Tony Stark made Ultron. So that didn't bother me at all. It kind of fit the MCU better anyway. So who do you think should be, or should this not be, a, we don't know who uh, Kang's from until later on? Uh... I figure they're not going to follow the comic books very much because Kevin Feige has said more than one time, I already read that story. I want a new story. Okay. So I figure your Kang is either going to be, uh, it'd be funny if he's related to Hank Pym. <laughs> it kind of, instead of you didn't create Ultron, you're responsible for Kang the Conqueror. All right. So that, and um, the next movie here is interesting. Deadpool 3! Yay! Yes. Better be R-rated. It looks like uh, they're going to utilize one of the reasons they bought Fox is to have some place to put material that's not suitable under the Disney brand. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, uh, um, because it looks like they're keeping Hulu around. Instead of making it uh, just one part of Disney Plus, it looks like Hulu's going to be a its own separate thing. Mm-hmm. Same same way with Star, which is the real reason Disney bought Fox. Well, okay, Hulu um, Comcast has their stake in it for a couple more years, so that's why they can't control Hulu exactly because Comcast still has some of it in there. Yeah. But they uh, also own Star Outright, which is becoming, which is they're going to put Hulu stuff around the globe on uh, Star, as well as Disney Plus stuff that Disney owns outright, they're going to put on Star. Star's an international streaming service that's not big in the States. In fact, I don't even know if you can actually access it in the U.S. yet. But it's never even heard of it. <laughs> oh, they're like the they're like one of the biggest channels in the outside the U.S. Okay, that's why uh, a lot of business guys say that's why Disney bought Fox was to get that from Murdoch, the Star Channel. That makes sense. Okay, so back to this. Uh, so is Deadpool three going to be in the MCU or not? 
I I think he's from what I'm hearing, it's going to be like a hybrid. He's going to be partially and partially not. Yeah, I'll tell you, like when they do the new X Men, and to maybe mix in with the MCU, it seems kind of perfect. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of wondering if the X Men are going to get introduced into the MCU by Wanda instead of saying no more mutants. She says bring on the mutants or something like that. Yeah, that seems pretty fair. Yeah, but who knows? Uh, it's There's been rumors that uh, Deadpool's going to show up in either WandaVision or, uh, or in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, e- either of those scenarios would be amazing. Of course, at this point, anything would be amazing, because I think we're so hungry for new MCU uh, content. I just, I just want uh, I want uh, I want Deadpool. I just I've been wanting a new Deadpool movie or show or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, why don't you revive that uh, animated one that Danny Glover and his uh, brother were working on? Yeah, that'd be cool. So here's an idea for Deadpool three. Basically, Deadpool two ended with Deadpool playing around the time travel, and it was just kind of a gags. But what if, what if he basically flashpoints himself and he comes back and then he's like, what the hell? Now I'm not even my my own universe anymore. I'm in this universe. Damn it. I screwed up everything. And then now he has nothing. He doesn't have his girlfriend. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's how you do it. Yeah. Oh, and it turns out he can't swear anymore. (laughs) I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll make that happen. But I'm glad that they got uh, they got new writers for this, and they're from Bob's Burger. So I hope it's as good as it sounds. I hope it's really good. Yep. All right. So Deadpool three. I think there's a lot of potential there, and a lot of things they could play with. Maybe he could introduce the X Men that way, and like maybe he could discover things. And you know, mm-hmm. it's okay to have R rated movies. And you know, Blade. I would love to have Blade as R rated too. Yeah. No, that'll probably be R-rated, yeah. most likely. Yeah, I mean, uh, heck, who knows? I mean, I never thought Disney would ever go beyond uh, P- PG on anything, much less have PG-13 movies. Yep, then they did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was... Of course, all of this is because they're crown jewels like Mickey and Minnie and all that stuff. Their copyrights are expiring within a couple of years right. now. Mm-hmm. So they needed new intellectual properties that they actually will own outright. All right, so let's get to the TV show from Marvel Studios. Let's try to do this a little bit faster. Uh, we got WandaVision. WandaVision is January 15th. So in about a month, we'll be able to watch new MCU TV. Yay! Yay! Our first Phase 4 content, yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks like this is using the Wanda like, House of M idea, where she can make her own universe, and maybe she's trying to resurrect Vision, and she makes her own universe kind of thing, and that's why it's glitching. Mm-hmm. Creates her own, ch- creates children. So, yeah, apparently, uh, 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 uh Monica Rambeau's daughter's supposed to be in this, the adult version. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's going to tie in with uh, Captain Marvel somehow, which is intriguing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So they're probably. So we might see Miss Marvel in there too, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Two months after that, in March 19th, we get Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we did get trailers for WandaVision and Falcon. Um, WandaVision seems like just kind of a, a slightly different version of what we already saw, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's new. That looks fun. Oh, there was a lot of action scenes in the uh, WandaVision trailer, so they definitely, there's some power fights. And, uh, of course, the a falcon in the winter. I keep wanting to go Falcon and the Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good movie, but not related. <laughs> I, know. I know, but that's when I hear that, I my brain just goes there. So, so if I accidentally say right. that, that's why. Okay, uh, but that the trailer for that that thing was action packed, and watching Falcon fly, wow, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Looks fun. Definitely looks interesting. Um, so let's keep going here. We got May, not specific date in May, but May, the Loki TV show, and that looks fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we got to see looks the. Tw- we got to see, yeah, we got to see Owen Wilson rocking a silver hairdo now. Yeah, yeah, he's at Mobius M. Mobius. And he's part of the Time Time Variance Association or whatever. Authority. Yeah, Authority. There's TVA. So they know that he's not supposed to be in there, and there's a time travel element to it. Fun, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty good. Yeah, and it looks like Loki was a D.B. Cooper. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Really funny. So we got What If, the animated show, coming in the summer, which I definitely think this could be a lot more with COVID, you know, and theaters being weird. They could release a lot more of these because this is probably cheap to do and easy or to do than... The last uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, performance in the What If, where What If T'Challa was kidnapped and taken to outer space basically become Star Panther. So the main thing of this one that we saw was more of uh, Captain America, but Captain Britain and um, not, but not be a male, be a female and be uh, Peggy. Yeah. Peggy Carter is Captain America. Or Captain Britain, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Captain Britain would make more sense, but, and then we saw footage of uh, the Chadwick Boseman episode. Where he becomes Star Lord, and uh-huh. um, yeah, it looks it, it looks beautiful. First of all, I love the art style. Oh here. yeah, that you know that modern uh, anime manga look, really sophisticated and really beautifully animated. Yeah, Disney did. It, it sounds like they got most of the original stars left too. So I mean, that's uh-huh. also something to look forward to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then sometime next year, Miss Marvel and Hawkeye are supposed to also be mm-hmm. coming out sometime. Miss Marvel, I did. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm very excited for her show. I think she's like a different, like more a Spider Man for this generation, you know, kind of thing where she could be geek out and be part of the, the crew. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of the SJWs are having a fit about the actress because they, because she's a, uh, 
she's a a Christian and not Muslim, and I'm like going, oh, please, spare me. Yeah. I mean, it's just a religion. Who cares? <laughs> no, I'm to the point, you know, uh, you can get too nitpicky, people. Uh, I mean, they could have they could have cast somebody like uh, like Britney Spears. Oh God! And Ten years ago, they might have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have preferred that it would have been uh, that an actress, but hey, if that was the best actress that applied and the best one that they found, then th- that is what it is. You know, it, it... she. Wonderful in the footage shown. She yeah. looks perfect. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, it looks like she's having fun. Uh huh. And it look and that's fun. That looks like it's going to translate to the audience. And I'm like, you know, just stop, just stop. You can take this stuff too far, and you if you push it too far, then nobody's going to give a shit, and we're going to go back to the way things were, and that sucked. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep moving forward. And look, the world's not perfect, but let's move forward, okay? I prefer it to be that uh, uh, you know, actual Muslim actress, but I'm okay with whatever. As long as the actress does the job that's needed, then fine. It could be whatever. So let's keep going here to Hawkeye. Um, interested? What is this going to be? Because you know, I kind of feel like they've told the story. No, this is going to be uh, it's going to be about Kate Bishop probably becoming the next Hawkeye. Yeah, Haley Stanfield looks great. Mm-hmm. She's great. I've loved her since True Grit. I haven't seen True Grit, but I've seen other stuff like Bumblebee. She was re- oh, really good in that. Singing in that, uh, but she's amazing in True Grit. All right, I have to give that uh, a watch. And yeah, when you can when you can stand up to Jeff Bridges, you're doing good. Oh yeah. So Christmas 2022, two years from now, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm there. First 15 minutes are going to be nothing but I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Now, is that going to be more than just a, a, a two-hour special? Is that going to be like a TV show? TV show, or is it just going to be? Like, how is that going to be more than that? It's probably going to be a half-hour TV series. Or a show. And it's probably knowing them the way they talked about it, they were joking like it was almost going to be like a parody of uh, the Star Wars uh, Christmas special, which, if you remember, starts off with Chewie's family, and for like 15 minutes, it's nothing but rah, 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 without even <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> no subtitles. Yeah. So you're sitting there like, what the hell? <laughs> hmm. Some nightmare fuel with the Chewbacca family. <laughs> yep, exactly. So I'm wondering if they're going to do that with Groot's people. All oh right. God. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a funny gag for 15 seconds, not for 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we are Groot. <laughs> Yeah, I am Groot. You're Groot. I'm Groot. I'm Groot. Now, uh, in the cinematic universe, is Groot the last of Groot? Because in the comic, it was the last Groot, right? We don't know in the cinematic universe. 
Okay. So we also got She-Hulk, which I definitely think is a great idea for a show. I'm just finally glad to get closure with the uh, the Abomination. I'm glad he's finally coming uh, back after, what, 13 yeah. years, 14 years? <laughs> I mean, I definitely hope that Charlie Cox is there as the Daredevil, because I think that could work so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll there's probably just get Iron <laughs> Fist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. She Hulk sounds like it's going to be awesome. It's great, great cast. Sounds like they have a great idea. Except, I would wish they would bring back Tim Blake Nelson too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we I mean, need closure with that. <laughs> yeah, so bring him back too. All right, we got Moon Knight coming out sometime in the future. We don't have dates on it. Um, I heard a lot of people love Moonlight. It's kind of like a real Batman and MCU kind of thing, but darker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moon Knight's a cool character. They keep trying to make him into Batman, even though he was a ripoff of uh, a pulp hero called the Spider. Because the Spider's uh, um, gag was that he had two secret, he had two civilian identities. So in the comics, they when they made Moon Knight, they did the same thing, and then they retconned that to mental illness. Mm, nice. Yeah. So that's I just gave you the the, the complicated history of Moon Knight very shortly. <laughs> we got Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be an arc that runs through the MCU movies coming up. That's what that's way Feige introduced it. Nice. Armor Wars? What is this? Uh, uh, that is basically Don Cheadle's show. There's Rhodey as, I don't know if they're going to make him the new Iron Man, or he's going to be War Machine, or Iron Patriot. Whatever they decide to call him, he's going to be doing Armor Wars. That's basically uh, when Tony Stark's uh, armor gets loose in the world. Eh, sounds like fun. Yeah. We got Iron Heart. Yeah, that's Riri Williams, the young science genius that uh, I haven't read the books. Uh, I haven't heard people liking it very much. So hopefully they can do a better job with with audiences liking it in the cinema more than the books. Now, that's a very recent uh, comic book from 2015. Uh-huh. Yeah, she hasn't caught on like like uh, Kamala Khan has. Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. So she's like a female Iron Man kind of thing. Yeah, like a. To me, she from what little I've seen of her. To me, the problem is she's too Wesley Crusher. <sighs> know it all, young know it all. Okay, and f- finally we got I am Groot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how do you, how do you make a character like that interesting who can only say I am Groot? Right, that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> this might be one of those things that it may just be a, like two or three part episodes, and that's that. You know, yeah, it, it might be shortened. It might not exist. It may not happen. You know, some of these things may not ever come out, and we we, we don't know. You know, twenty twenty two, it's two years away, but at the same time, it's a long time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and heck, this is we haven't even hit. This is only a small part of what uh, Disney announced that they're planning on doing. 
on this investor's call, but most of the mm-hmm. stuff is interest to uh, our podcast because it's either stuff that's never, ever going to be in 3D under any circumstance or it's just not of an interest to Adolf because I really don't think too many of us are interested in a third sister act movie. No. <laughs> Hot dog, I am. Sign me up. <laughs> hey, it was one of those. One, I was good. One, I'm good. Um, so, you know, we got Obi-Wan TV show um, com- confirmed. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Star Wars um, Jade Hayden Christensen is going to be returning as Darth Vader. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Movies wise, Rogue Squadron, which I'm I'm excited for. Yep. Patty yeah. Jenkins. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. New Jake, have you played the Rogue Squadron video games? Uh, I played a demo of it a long, long time ago uh, of the Nintendo 64 version. That is it. Uh, I don't have any familiarity with a whole lot of Star Wars stuff, honestly. So, yeah, it was a 64 game, and then it was a launch GameCube game, which I owned and mm-hmm. really much enjoyed. And then there was a th- another one on GameCube, which is not as good, but it's, it's a very popular... There's also a lot of comics in Rogue Squadron, and, uh, you know, hopefully flying stuff in, you know, those kind of uh, kind of scenes could look great in 3D. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Patty Jenkins, I mean... She knows how to film a film with 3D in mind. I mean, she did it with the, well, at least the first Wonder Woman. Haven't seen the second one yet, but I yeah, assume but the, it'd be great. I've seen, the, I've seen a Wonder Woman 88, uh, 84 trailers in 3D, and they looked amazing. <laughs> Lucky. But yeah, they did. I mean, like, just from the 2D, it, it looks amazing. I could see 3D playing a part, mm-hmm. and with Rogue Squadron, uh, Rogue Squadron um, it looks like it's going to continue that trend. Hopefully, it's in 3D. Mm-hmm. So do I'm hoping against hope, but mm-hmm. it's dire times for 3D fans. Mm-hmm. So you know, depending how this works, if this, you know, we don't know, we don't got confirmation that any of this stuff is 3D. Obviously, the Disney Plus TV shows are not going to be in 3D, but the movies may. And you know, if Disney does leave 3D. That's it. Everyone else will follow there, uh, and that'll be it for 3D. For the- I don't know. I mean, uh, with with Warner Brothers, you don't know. But at this point, I don't think a lot of people care. I think everybody's pissed at Warner Brothers right now. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, 3D might return with Avatar 2 when mm-hmm. it comes out eventually. If it comes yes. out eventually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm thinking uh, VR may be the future of, uh, of 3D. Yeah, I'm 100% agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to animated Disney movies. We got a lot of little news here. Ray and the Last Dragon. Um, that's going to still come out in March and have a Disney Plus premiere same day and date. So that's a little bit disappointing. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's not going to be one of those like Mulan, 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. On top of your Disney Plus, uh, that would be terrible. Yeah, I was. I uh, just wait for it to hit VOD. 
Yeah. I was expecting that to actually be delayed. You know, why not? Why not just push it to the summer or late, you know, September or something next year? There's no, you know, but whatever. It. I think it'll all depend on whether the theaters are open in China or not. If they're closed because of COVID, it's going to get delayed. So we got a Baymax t- uh, movie, which is based on the big Baymax from Big Hero 6, the robot inflatable thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do we need a Baymax movie? Yeah, I, I can't imagine how to make that into a movie. Uh, well, it made money, that's why. Well, Big Hero 6 was great, but Baymax as a character, a little goes a long way. Just like the Minions, a little goes a long way. I know, but they've how many Minion movies have there been? One, mi- Well, two Minion movies, one yet to be released, but three Despicable Me's. Yeah. And I think Baymax is going to go the same way because there just seems to be yeah. a certain audience for this annoying stuff. But I like Baymax. I mean, he's not really that annoying. He's just, he can only do so much with that character before he starts losing interest, you know, or we start losing interest. Yeah, and that's when I get annoyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he overstays. <laughs> he overstayed. Oh, his- yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like the minions. They overstayed their oh, welcome. Oh, God. Yeah, the first movie, they were great. And then by film two, I'm like, okay, done. And then by Minions, I wanted it to stop. <laughs> you know, I mean, to me, Despicable Me, what was interesting was Gru and the relationship with his adopted daughters. Yes, that exactly. That was what made it work. I mean, Stephen Carell sold it. and then, oh, then yeah. they, but, but then it turned into, they. he became background for these antics of these Minions. Ugh. Yeah. And going back to, to Betamax, I was not a big fan of Baymax, of, of Big Hero 6. I like it. I think it's a good movie, a solid 7 out of 10 kind of thing. But I mm, have yeah. no interest in ever watching it again. I mean, it has it has its moments. It has its yeah. moments. It's better than Frozen. Yeah, it's better than the first Frozen. I, I just, I don't know. For me, I, I there's a big love for this franchise that I just don't get. I like it, but whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, it's only one film in a TV series. So that's all it's been. <laughs> I'm not that familiar with the original Marvel books of this. Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have the Big Hero 6 be folded into the MCU somehow than to have this. You know, that would be fun. I mean, if it's the only thing that comes out in 3D, then I may be more excited. But as of yeah. now, uh, nah. And to uh, Tiana, based on The Princess and the Frog, is coming out in 2023, which is forever from now and 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 it's like i feel like this is way too late for more princess and the frog that came out a long time ago like 15 years past the movie (laughs) oh the reason this is happening is because splash mountain at the disney parks is getting rebranded they're removing the uh uncle remus you know stuff so they're they're making it all princess and the frog so that's why this is coming out Advertising, I love it. Exactly, <laughs> because Disney's uh, big money makers used to be their parks, believe it or mm-hmm. not. Of course, right now they're not. <laughs> from their investment call, they made no mention of their parks whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, they, they furloughed thousands of thousands of employees, so that's, that's why. <laughs> yeah, they weren't talking about the new rides they're working on building at Disney. Not a word. Yeah. It's nope. like it exists. That's because they're they're costing them money. They don't want What's to tell the Disney World. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Disneyland never heard of it. <laughs> well, uh, Disneyland China. What's this place? <laughs> yeah, 
See, look at all these Star Wars movies we're making. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, we got uh, going to Pixar. Um, we're just kind of really trying to hurry this up a little bit. Um, Lightyear, which is the story of Buzz Lightyear, which is by Chris Evans. So that's 2022. Yeah. So it's going to base. So the toy. On my birthday. <laughs> the toy is based on this. So this is not. I mean, it's kind of like a weird cousin to Toy Story, but not really, right? Uh, well, this I'm understand. This is weird because years and years and years ago, they did an animated Buzz Lightyear story. Yeah. Oh, the TV. Star Command. Yeah, Star Command. And he wasn't a toy. He was Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they're they're jumping through hoops is because this time... There's no Tim Allen. Which sucks, because he made Buzz Lightyear Buzz Lightyear. I know, but I don't think they want to be in the Tim Allen business. Unless they make uh, Santa Claus 4. <laughs> yeah, then they might. Get, then they might. Yeah, but they didn't announce a Santa Claus 4. Not yet. <laughs> yes, well, no, maybe the rights have been picked up and it's coming out from up to Pure Flix. Oh, God, no. It's, it's going to be on Disney Plus, and it's going to be... A tie-in to Noel or Godmother or whatever uh, original movies they got going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I can understand it's a stretch, um, but I can understand the way they could do it and be like, oh well, you know, we're making a toy from this guy, but you know, we don't want to trivialize the the hard work of being an astronaut, so we're gonna make up this uh, junk for Buzz Lightyear. Of a Star Command, and that way the toy line is very different, and it's kind of a homage, but it's not like a real, not based on true events kind of toy. That's the way they could kind of spin it and be like, okay, but Lightyear was a, a actual person that did exist at, in in the sixties or something, and and it was an Apollo fifteen or whatever, you know. <laughs> mm. As cool as this is. If I had my druthers, I would much rather had an Old West Woody show with Tom Hanks. Yeah, that'd be great. Or just have his brother do the voice because it's almost similar and mm-hmm, cheaper. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you could have Joan Cusack as Jesse, and hell, yeah. you could even have Bo Pete as a t- somebody in town and made it like this Old Western yeah, thing. Yeah, bring back Kelsey Grammer as the prospector i mean it'd be great yeah yeah it'd be awesome i would love to see a woody show exactly what about an ice age show oh god is that actually happening happening could it could we get that Uh, lucky where's the shotgun i need to blow off my face (laughs) here's what it says simon Pegg is making the ice age adventures of buck wild oh why is that needed oh my god the weasel character from the movies. There's only one weasel character, and that's Polly Shore. This show needs to be canceled. <laughs> uh, if Simon Pegg, I'd give it a shot. But it's Ice Age. They wasn't good past part one. Ice Age, <laughs> Ice Age sucks. Ice Age will never not suck. But Simon Pegg does not suck. So well, I gotta see if it is. Well, he sucked in Ice Age 3. (laughs) Yeah. This will be uh, an unstoppable object and an unmovable object hitting. So to see if they switch places or what happens, 
it's almost is this this is like pulling a pin of a grenade to see what happens. Uh, I want to drop that grenade and hopefully it takes us all. <laughs> I don't Avoid know. This show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I need to quit wallowing in so much trash and start uh. having a, a better diet of of cinema. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that's supposed to be coming out in early 2022. Oh God! Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Why couldn't COVID make this a casualty? Why, God? Hey, it it it, it, it could. It, it's just been announced. It hasn't been. It's not like it's in the can. I mean, it's it's too far. I mean, it's too soon for a CGI series. If it's CGI, to you know, start now. So. Yeah. <sighs> We'll see. Yeah. All right. So that's, I mean, there's a lot more Disney stuff. We could go on for another hour and a half. There's almost a two hour podcast. <laughs> Let's keep move on. I mean, most of this stuff is not going to be in 3D. And also some of this stuff isn't going to get made. Yeah. So it's hard to really make a big show about all of this stuff. You know, God knows if they're, you know, I definitely want to see a, a Lando TV show. Because I loved that Lando that was in Han and Han Solo movie, but if that doesn't happen, it's okay. Uh, we don't even need an origin story. It's better as a mystery, just like the Solo movie didn't need to yeah. happen, and nobody mm-hmm. went to go see it. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to our last topic here. The last topic we have is about Facebook and the U.S. government. And multiple states have called for a breakup. And this is going to impact VR because Oculus Rift is owned by Facebook. And um, uh, they're the one people that are really putting a lot of effort into VR right now. Because VR, they're making it semi-affordable compared to everyone else and putting effort into there. So are you worried about VR's prospects? A little bit, yeah. The order? Yeah, because uh-huh. the next competition is what HR or HTC Vive, and you have to have a computer for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, versus the uh, the Quest, which you just yeah. you don't need one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Quest too. Not only is it's it's dirt cheap for VR glasses, mm-hmm. and two ninety nine, and you don't need a computer. In fact, exactly. You, in fact, you can can do a lot of computing stuff. With these glasses, like you can mm-hmm. browse the internet, you can look at Facebook, you know, you can do Watch things. 3D movies. Exactly. Exactamundo. And it looks great. And right now, you don't need to get that $80 cable to do it. You can just use the standard, you know, uh, cheaper cable. Like I got one that's like 20 bucks with the connectors, and I can just plug it in. Now, I don't know if they're going to, in a future update, change that, because this is Facebook we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no, I mean, I did not raise an eyebrow when I saw this lawsuit come from all these states. I'm just like, what yeah. took so long again? <laughs> I mean, politics. Politics finally yeah. found out about Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, Facebook is a bigger monopoly than AT&T was back in the day, but when they got yeah, broke the, up. Yeah, this is the biggest one I've noticed since uh, the Microsoft one about 20 years ago when they had a breakup into smaller companies. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this I predict in about ten years is going to be bigger than even the AT and T one. Oh yeah, it'll, it'll take years, but I'm thinking uh, Facebook is going to do things to control the situation. Mm-hmm. Like I think they're probably going to sell off some of their. Uh, like I wouldn't be surprised if they sell off Oculus, maybe, uh, maybe uh, I would sell say off Instagram. Instagram, probably. Instagram is Instagram and WhatsApp. They're probably going to sell off just because oh, yeah, they know, they know those are going to be taken away from them in court. Mm-hmm. And maybe an Oculus, they might if they don't sell Oculus. What they might do is get rid of the forced uh, have to have a Facebook account to use it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, what? Because it's only a matter of time before somebody fixes so you can load it sideways and not have to get into uh, Facebook. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, mm-hmm. this, this this just reeks of Donald Trump political fallout, this whole thing with the, 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 the lawsuit because of the election and everything. That's what it, this kind of feels like. But it's also, well, like you said, kind of... Well, it finally happened. It should have happened a lot sooner, but mm-hmm. it just kind of reeks of uh, the 2020 election. I mean, there's just so much mm-hmm. fallout, and it's very yeah. irritating, but it's also like, well, it's finally happened, I guess. So kind of mm-hmm. relieved as well. But yeah. Well, Facebook brought it on themselves by being such oh, big yeah. bulls in the uh, social media. Zuckerberg. Yeah. 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 Suck it up, Zuck. You're getting what you reaped. <laughs> Yeah, because what's the what's the next biggest competitor? Snapchat, TikTok. Yeah. Would that even be considered uh, social media? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, like the main reason I have a Facebook uh, is because some of my older friends are so unsavvy that they can about the only thing they can't even work their email, but they can get on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, it's it's very easy to sign up an account and give away your info. I mean, it's that easy. <laughs> Uh huh. And uh, and Facebook works on literally every. If you can get on the internet, you can get on Facebook. It's on TVs, computers, tablets, phones, yeah. everything uh, almost. Yeah, I've seen uh, apps that are on refrigerators, alarm clocks. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, yeah, you can get on Facebook so many ways. It's, not, it's like, how do you get off of Facebook? <laughs> exactly. Like, so okay, back to the VR here, VR aspect. Um, you know, you did say that uh, that Facebook is a big contributor to Oculus. There is two other major kind of major players, which is Sony, and they've had PSVR for PlayStation Four. Now you can apparently um, do use the technology onto the PS Five, but you still need certain parts of it. And um, it's it's not an easy thing. Like you, like you need to have a camera, and that camera is a camera that comes with the PS4, not with the PS5, because the PS, that camera is different. And you, you got to use a PS4 controller, not a PS5 controller, because that's different. And you know, the it's just kind of it, yeah, it works, but that has I don't feel like the PS VR has really taken off that much. Like there's definitely support for it. There's games here for it. But it feels like it's still an afterthought from Sony. Yeah, yeah because if, if Sony paid attention to it, it'd be they'd be releasing 3D discs still. It'd be like works with PSVR. I mean, 
they'd be doing what they're doing with the PS5 4K Blu-rays. Is like this works on the PS5. I mean, they yeah. should have done that. They would have sold more, more Blu-rays yeah. like that. More. Yeah, and Oculus, the Rift Two. You can plug in a cable and log on to your Steam account, and you can watch Steam VR stuff. Yeah, and there's tons and of fan- stuff. And Fandango has 3D movies that's not even on 3D Blu-ray anywhere in the world. You can mm-hmm. watch it through their Fandango service, like Ferdinand and Trolls One, and uh, a few others. Uh, yeah, and, uh, that's uh, and also Voodoo's, a nice service. Yeah, and Voodoo supposedly has 3D stuff too. But does it work with the VR headset? Oh man, I haven't checked yet. I, I'm at the I mean, I'm I'm at the stage on with my VR headset that I'm getting motion sickness from riding roller coasters for two or three hours. <laughs> Take some drama, man. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I know, Vo- I, I know Voodoo has 3D content because I have a few 3D movies myself, but I don't know if you could view that in, th- in uh, VR, which would be really cool if you can. And uh, Fandango should take advantage of that because they own Voodoo now. But, mm-hmm. that, I mean... It's just I, that's stuff I kind of want to know before I invest full into VR. That's my only drawback is that. Well, I I highly recommend the Oculus Rift to a headset because it's right. I don't think you're going to get a better bang for your buck, even with the hassle of having a Facebook account. Because I right, think I mean, Facebook. So. Uh huh. No, but I but, no but but if you can afford it and already have a PlayStation, then the PlayStation headset. The the PlayStation is is weird because it's really corded. I have experienced it a couple years ago in Best Buy, and they had a lot of cords connecting you. And it was it, the the v- virtual reality part did work. It was cool. I did some kind of cage shark thing, and I liked it. But it was still corded. I didn't feel like really free to to look around and do stuff because like oh am I gonna trip over this wire if I walk or if I move? So it's a little bit cumbersome. It seems like you need a large amount of space for the PSVR as well. And you have to use the PS3 Move controllers that came out like 10 years ago just to really use it effectively from what I hear on the PSVR. Uh, it sounds like I chose wisely when I jumped at the uh, Oculus Rift 2. Thank right. you. Stimulus. Thank you, Stimulus Check. I was able to... <laughs> <laughs> so there's the HTC Vive... But that's more expensive, and you need like a whole room. Yeah, and it's not and you even. You need a computer as... to make that work. Yeah, and the and the visuals are yeah. What really makes sells the Oculus Rift too is it just is wow. It looks so good, and the pixels are are good enough. You don't get that like little squared look. You know that little grid, and right. get in a lot of VR headsets. I mean, it just looks good. And there is also the um, Valve Index, which is part of the HB Vive, but it's it's a weird setup where Oculus is kind of the biggest dog in town and the, the most, you know, supportive, you know, because you have Facebook bucks paying for it. And, you know, you, Facebook gets most of its money from Facebook ads, which, um, so, and... It's one of those things, and of course, you setting your data for you know their own purposes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's. I, I do agree with classic Jake that virtual reality could be the future of three D. 
it's just it's one of those things that's been the future for 30 years <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it's like VR has been it's been on the verge of being virtual boy yeah it's been on such a it's what been at least 30 years it's going to be the next big thing and it oh yeah caught on and uh, it's like it's, it's like you had the heart the arcade machines where you had to be strapped in with the handset and also uh like on this little thing and you just had to hold like a uh, unwieldy controller and then you had the virtual boy and it's just is it really going to go anywhere this time that's the real thing mm-hmm. i think it has a I real mean, chance with this uh oculus rift 2 uh, i mean because yeah, I mean, it's, really, it's gone uh, farther than the last ones yeah th- but this would have really taken off if they didn't have that requirement to have a facebook account right and you know, phone-based HR, uh, uh, you know, VR never really took off. Like people were like, "Oh yeah, I get this cardboard, and you just plug your phone into it." And did those are those things even supported anymore? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, think Samsung's still doing theirs. Yeah, it it mostly took off in the porn arena. <laughs> wow. So has you know is Samsung still like? Do they have new phones that came out this last year that have support for it? Or is it just like a couple years ago, you know, it's kind of weird. And like cardboard, does, does Google still support that? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, they have they have Google uh, cardboard support still, but it's it was never really widely adopted. And it's just a gimmick. Yeah. That's all it I was. Think, I think a lot of guys are waiting to see how this new heads this these new headsets how they do if they take off i think you'll see a lot of support for the cheaper stuff cuz they'll want to even get a cheaper something a sub 100 dollar uh, version for people we'll see um mm-hmm. i'm just thinking it, it i'm hoping it's the future and if it's not it's going to be it's going to extend the life of it for me anyway I have something to watch my 3D movies on when my TV finally gives up the ghost. Right. So yeah, it's it's interesting because we we have no idea how that's going to work out. If it's going to hit, like, is Facebook still going to work on this Oculus stuff, or is that going to be sold? I mean, it's happened instantly. These uh type of lawsuits usually take about a decade to uh play out. So it might be years before we know how exactly what's broken up, what is not broken up, what stays Instagram or what stays part of Facebook. Is Instagram still around? Who knows? You know, five years from now, we might know more. But five years from now, Facebook may fall apart and be gone, you know. Hey, hey, in 10 years from now, who knows what the technology is going to be? You may get a shot in your arm and you have VR in your head. Or you know, how do your holograms are going to be big, probably. It's going to be uh, probably the new 3D. Yeah, we might have holodecks by then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 10 years from now, we might have microchips in our brains that give us the internet, and we don't have to have phones, you know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, we could download our consciousness to the internet. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to escape the Civil War going on in real life. <laughs> Just like uh, Ready Player One, almost. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I haven't even seen that movie. Am I missing anything? It's a good movie. It's not, it's not great, but I liked it a lot. 
I think it's okay. good. Uh, Spielberg regrets that he didn't use the subplot of the pandemic going on in the book, in the movie. Um, The movie more timely than it was. It's weird because I feel like they have so much nostalgia for the 80s and 90s. That's just like, okay, obviously they, they had a point in time where pop culture stopped. That's, you know, they just stopped caring about stuff. And it feels weird that it's in that way. It's like a time capsule. And, and, and like, they have movie references, but it's like, those movies haven't come out for years. And, like, the end of the movie is like, really? You're going to, you know, reference Atari? Come on now. <laughs> come on, at least at least Nintendo, I'd get. <sighs> so, I still I still enjoyed it. It's still fun. But it's, still, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a weird movie in some ways. So. The movie's yeah. better than the book. The movie's better than social yeah, material. I, yeah, I, I hear Ernest Klein's a piece of shit anyway, so, I mean... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't... I fell asleep waiting for him to speak at the Ready Player Two thing they did in VR, which sucks. You don't <laughs> fall asleep wearing a VR headset. No. <laughs> Another thing will weigh down your face. Yeah, it does. It hurts. So I'm like going... And people... <laughs> People complain about 3D glasses, really. Try wearing <laughs> See how you like them apples. And, you uh, know, that's ultimately a big problem with the VR is that it's still, you know, it's a lot more effort than 3D glasses. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. it... And if, you, uh, and if you wear glasses, that also doubles your issues, too. Ah, uh, well, with uh, the Oculus, they have a bar that you can snap in place to give you extra space. And you okay. can take... And you can take it plastic like they use to put on uh, cell phone covers to not scratch, to just mm-hmm. cover the lenses inside the set to doubly protect your lenses. Okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. All right, with that, we'll conclude uh, probably the last episode of this year of the 3D show. I mean, who knows if more news pops up, but I think we're going to be pretty quiet the next couple of days and until Christmas and then... Usually the the time before New Year's is slow, so we'll see if anything else pops up. So, yeah, we're gonna keep giving you content as much as we can. Um, so you know we'll have the movie club for Back to the Future. We'll have uh, we'll have we'll keep giving you content. So don't worry about that. But you know we're gonna try to do as much as we can. But it's also holiday time, and we have family too. And so, uh, please have a, a safe and enjoyable holiday season from everyone here in 3D or 2D dot com. Happy holidays! Happy holidays, everybody! Uh, happy Hanukkah! Happy Kwanzaa! Merry Christmas! All of it. So, uh, please have a, a safe and enjoyable holiday season from everyone here in 3D or 2D.com. And let's hope 2021 is a much better year. Season's greetings. Uh, hopefully your new year is great. And watch Die Hard because it is a Christmas movie. All right, then. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. See later. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D and Mr. Bango5 for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. 
If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.